Hello there everybody and welcome back to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast with your hosts, the founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones, Hannah Golding. Um, if you don't know who I am, I'm basically, I do everything at Sparkles and Rhinestones. I'm the coach, I'm the editor, I'm the voice, um, and I'm that frantic person behind trying to schedule everything on time. Um, but that's me. Uh, <laughs> I have... This week I have been resting the brackets there because I've just had a major hip surgery. So what better way than to record some podcast episodes, right? I'm catching up with a lot of pageant stuff, a lot of pageant admin. Um, and I've just finished doing some lovely pageant coaching with my masterclass girlies. Um, so what better way than to crack open the, uh, the voice notes and start recording this podcast? cast um <laughs> and the sun is shining and I'm very sad looking out of it and I can't go out there mainly because I can't walk um <laughs> but let's get on to of course the uh the ever-growing the ever happiness of the sunshine and let's talk about pageants after covid so of course things are opening up again we are going to be able to travel to events of course photo shoots have started um we are able to be holding fundraising events not everything's gonna be virtual soon we'll be able to step outside our house in hair and makeup and heels well for you girls heels me not so much um and actually attend events put our sashes on and our sashes actually get to go outside our bedroom um so of course this is going to be very overwhelming and especially for those who have pageants soon so of course upcoming pageants we have who are competing, of course, the Natural Beauty Girls, um, we have Pure, um, all the Pageant Girl UK, Miss International, UK's National Miss, Royal International UK, um, so many just before July, um, and then of course, August we have Diamond, and Miss Eco, Miss Environment, and just, yeah, so many upcoming pageants, <laughs> it's going to be crazy to fit them all in our schedules um but i wanted to talk about that feeling of the overpressure of now that things are starting to open up again um don't use this as a panic button of oh my goodness now there are no excuses to not have done events to not fundraise um i have two months now to fundraise as much as i can for this charity um and do as much appearances as I can. Let's not get into that mindset, that trap of, oh my goodness, loads of people have done so much. Um, I've not been able to because of COVID. And there are so many other reasons. So rather than focus on the amount, once again, as I always say, focus on the quality, focus on the reasons why you did the fundraising in the first place. Why did you hold that event? Why did you want to fundraise for that charity? Of course, I know there are pageants that have chosen charities however what made you decide to hold the events that you wanted to hold and if you didn't get to hold these events don't rush and plan um an event just because you can do it these things take time they take preparation and they take a lot of thought to go into it you don't want to do something half-assed and it gets to it and gets to explaining it in the interview i don't really have much of an explanation you know your reputation precedes you with these events and 
if you managed to fundraise a good amount and people had a good time and they enjoyed the experience, that is great. That's going to set you up for your next event. That's going to give you um, a great feeling to step away from that event. But if there are lots of things that went wrong, and of course, event running events is stressful enough, but if things went wrong, if people didn't get what they were meant to get out of the event, if you rushed or just because you wanted to have that appearance point, just don't do it. Please don't stress yourself out because things are starting to open up again. You really don't want to do that. Um, you want to make sure that your pageant journey is full of <laughs> happiness, rainbows and sunshine. Um, but no, you want to make sure that you are prepared, you are planned, you know exactly what you're bringing to this pageant system, to this pageant crown. You know exactly what you are doing. Um, so by you rushing into it, and thinking you have to do it because of appearance points, don't. The judges aren't looking at how many things that you've done in lockdown. They're looking for someone who will take the crown and do it justice, whether it's with a friendly personality and a warming um, sense of, you know, friendliness, a friendly pageant queen in front of them, or whether it's a queen who knows what they want and they have plans and goals and they want to achieve it with this crown. So as long as you have a couple of good examples, and this of course is where having your platform comes in. Having a strong platform will really help you with any pageant answer so that even if you haven't been able to achieve much during your reign as a finalist, you have plans and actions and you have a cause, you have an ambition, you have a drive, and that is what will help you with this. The second thing to address is of course FOMO, the fear of missing out. We have missed out on so many events this past year and a year and a few months um, that you want to cram it all in and that's going to get you exhausted. For some people, they're going to feel very that anxious um, about stepping into a crowded room. We've been so used to social distancing and all of this that stepping into a crowded room or even just meeting girls that they haven't seen for a long time is going to fill you with anxiety. It's completely natural to feel like that. Um, and also, you're going to want to try and attend every single event that's possible. But this is where you could then be spending hundreds of pounds in hotel fees and um, petrol and ticket costs. There are so many pageants happening. Of course, in July, you have a lot of pageants. August, they're spread out. September, every weekend. Every weekend there is uh, a pageant event in September, in October, in November it starts to die down. Christmas time you're going to have Christmas parties and fundraisers like that. And then we get straight back into it for January. Now, space out. Look at the events that you want to attend. Look at the ones that are closest to you. Look at the ones that you have friends who are competing. You really want to see them or you really want to watch this pageant. Think of the costs. That's the reason why <laughs> for Christmas I brought that pageant box with the season ticket in because I knew that I wanted to go to the pageant girl weekend and galaxy weekend. I'd love to go to all of them. However, these are the ones that work out with distance wise um, for me. And if I didn't have that season ticket, it would cost me a good, let's see, a good 75 for each weekend in ticket costs alone. And then you have to the hotels 
and then the petrol costs and outfits as well. You have to think of the whole package. So pick events that you want to go to. So for myself, of course, July I'm competing, so <laughs> I ruled July out for myself. Um, but August, I have a couple of events I want to go to. September, once again, a couple of events. October, I have a lot booked in October, including, of course, my confidence event that I'm holding. Um, but it's making sure that I have enough time in between. And, of course, the confidence event and the pageant I'm going to Miss Black and Beauty is in my hometown. So it cuts out the travel for me. So that's one less thing to worry about. Um, and the other events that are happening in October that I'm going to of Mystic Beauty, um, of Miss of Miss Universe Great Britain, and then um, the Warrior Pageant that is happening, they are within a couple of hours distance of us. So it's less traveling, less time consuming um, with that. So I've worked out the cost, I've worked out the cost in the of course, we have <laughs> November with, of course, a galaxy. Um, as well as this, you have to think of, depending on how long your pageant is, if your pageant is in October, November, have you, you want to go to see events, but have you scheduled out, like, coaching as well? Are there face-to-face -face coaching that you want to attend? Would you rather attend a coaching session than go to an event? Yes, you get the um, atmosphere of going to a pageant and watching it. However, this coaching face-to-face -face session can help you in so many different ways and help you with more skills and help you with your pageant journey. So you have to prioritise events over coaching or over a gym membership or over beauty treatments. Think of how long you have to your pageant and then work it out that way. Um, the same with your outfits as well. Because now that things are looking like they're going to be opening again, um, think about your outfits, think about the times that you have between these. And yeah, you want to make sure that you're prepared. Now, one of the things as well, yes, we don't want to miss out on any events, but also don't feel like you have to go to events um, just because that person went to your event or that person came to support your final, okay? Um Real passion friends will know that you don't have the money or, you know, it's it's the social time as well, you know. <laughs> Not all of us are social butterflies. There's a certain point where your social battery is low and you need to recharge. And if there's so many events happening over and over again, you need to have those times. Um, so, yes, you have to be very careful um because you have to put yourself first your mental health is very important obviously your financial health is very important in timekeeping you want to make sure that you're writing these all down have your diary out what events you're going to what do you plan to go to do you want to car share with pageant queens um you know what outfits are you planning to have can you re-wear outfits um think of the occasion budget that's <laughs> a strange word but yeah don't feel ob obliged to to go to every single event just because you have to um you have to drive that into your head covid made us miss a lot of things yes but it's still the same regardless don't feel like you have to attend every single event and do every single appearance um i put a post the other week on sparkles and rhinestones about how 
you know, we shouldn't feel pressured to join every single campaign that we see because it does lose its value if you're joining in every single campaign. And yes, I am one for promoting the social media awareness days. That's one of our big features in our manuals and handbooks. However, you don't have to join in all of them. Join in the ones that you choose to join in. It's social media content, yes, but if then you're agreeing to everyone else's campaigns as well, um, or donating to their raffles and donating to their prizes, and, you know, it can tap you out mentally and financially. So once again, we're choosing what we want to take part in. It's your destiny, your choice as a pageant queen. Um, so of course, with everything that's opening now, there are more opportunities. But don't forget about the virtual um, the virtual things that you can still do. Easing yourself into the world again after COVID can be a long and slow process. Um, but also if things have worked for you, and this is one of the reasons why I really do preach about virtual coaching is you can do it anywhere, (laughs) anywhere, anytime within reason. Um, you know, just sitting at home with a coach and you get that personal time. I know that for walk coaching, it's a lot better to do face-to-face. Personally, I prefer face-to-face, even though I can do walk coaching I have been doing walk coaching online. Um, but don't, just because you can travel and meet up, doesn't mean you have to. If you have a coach that's local to you, that's amazing. Or if they're in your town, that's amazing. Um, but if you're not that ready to to get out there yet, or just saving your money as well, because a virtual session... And then I think if you have the face-to-face session and then the travelling and then, you know, food in between and if you have to book time off or not um, and the, the cost of the session itself, a virtual session can, like, slash that in half. All you need is a good internet connection. And it's not just, of course, virtual coaching one-on-one. There are masterclasses. As I said, we're just finishing up our fourth week. Um, on the fourth week, they get a singular uh, one-to-one session to go over all the stuff they've learnt and see what works, what doesn't work for them. Um, and yeah, it's been, I feel it's been a success um, when we get the feedback, <laughs> hopefully it will. Um, but it's been a course full of very informative information. And of course there are spaces um, for the May and June sessions. Um, so please get in contact if you want to get on there. Um, but we are not the only ones to do mass classes. There are other trainers as well. There are other trainers that do virtual sessions. So although I will promote myself, there are still others out there as well. Um, and that's the one thing I wanted to speak about as well is of course, pageant con. Pageant con is a virtual pageant event. And it's where you can learn all about different aspects of UK pageantry. It's a £5 donation to Mind UK. And it can be done in the comfort of your own home and you can watch it back later. The great thing about it. Um, so don't miss out on these opportunities of virtual coaching, training and learning and improving yourself. Just because things are starting to open again. Because they were there before Covid and they're there after Covid. So use them for sure use them like there won't be there'll be more like online things that will happen more online interviews 
Um, I really hope that COVID, COVID has pushed more the online interviews. There's a lot more venues and um, ventures now that you can share your story, which is really good. You're thinking outside the box, but you have to make sure that any projects that you've started in lockdown and COVID that you can bring to your interview and you can pursue it further. Is it going to still continue? Are you going to make it into a podcast? Are you going to make it into a monthly show? What are you going to do with it? She says, as I still haven't interviewed uh, my podcast for a while for my own personal platform, but that will change. That will change. Um, <clears throat> so, so many pageant queens you can interview about mental health, isn't there? And that reunite re- that passion that you have for your platform and your projects and, you know, get yourself back out there, get yourself or get yourself pageant motivated whatever it is booking in a session for planning because coaches don't just train on the interview and things like that we can plan for you we can help you with your campaigns and help you with what you want to do as a queen you know get into that motivation buy yourself a pageant book um get yourself a new notepad and write down all those ideas work out what events you're going to do get yourself a calendar you know so many things that you can do, um, so many things that you can do, um, so I hope you have, I hope you have gained a little bit of information from this podcast, (laughs) uh, but the main points to take away is don't rush into everything just because we can, um, take a look back and reflect at your pageant journey so far and what you can do to adapt and change now that COVID restrictions have lifted, don't rush into anything just because we have to, don't feel like you have to rush because things have opened. You know, you were doing well beforehand. And if you feel like you're lacking a bit of motivation, find that pageant spark again. Whether it will be attending an event, watching, thinking, yeah, this is it. This was it. This is what I needed. Um, there'll be lots of people holding fundraising events and pageants to go watch. So choose which ones work best for you. We all say, of course, about the travelling. You girls will travel, like hours and hours we've all done it <laughs> we've all done a, a very long pageant day I mean traveling to Charlotte's studio from here is a very long day just for a couple of hours shooting but we do it we do it because we love it and also the images are very very good <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but with that don't rush into it don't feel like you have to just because people have joined in yours it's not a give and take there's not a tally score okay you should join in campaigns and joining events because the cause is something that you believe in and you want to do that event i'm not going to do an event that i don't want to do i'm not going to attend an event that i have no interest in like i love quizzes as much as the next person but you know sometimes you're a bit quizzed out after a while (laughs) after a while you're a bit quizzed out um you know, and things, things happen again. So, you know, you're going to get slowly into it all. Um, but I hope this podcast finds you well. Um, if you have any questions about the masterclass, about pageant con, about anything pageant related, please drop me a message. Um, but for now, have a good evening.